Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Have you ever heard someone say, there is just no excuse for that? Well, I have, because I used to have so many excuses, as you that are parents or grandparents know, when you ask a child to do something and they don't get it done, or they do something they weren't supposed to do and they do get that done, and you confront them and say, why did you do this or why didn't you do this? There's a multitude of reasons why, and nobody can think of better answers than children. Uh, But I didn't have time. I went to the and I couldn't do this, and I didn't know, and I wasn't, stop. Just don't make excuses anymore. Just do it. All right, now we're adults. So don't we as adults do the same thing? Well, why didn't you finish that? Well, I had to do this, or I had to do... When I come home from somewhere and I ask my husband, did you do this one little thing that I asked you to do? And he says, well, I couldn't do it because I was... And then the came by, and then I... No more excuses. I could say the same thing about me. I always have an excuse. Don't we all? There's a reason, and sometimes they're very good. When I was teaching, I would always say, when I found out something about that particular child, maybe they had some kind of a learning disability, or maybe there were issues at home with parents, or maybe they were working till 1 a.m. and had to get up for a 7 a.m. class. These are not excuses, but they certainly are explanations. And when we find out something or some reason why people do or don't do what it is they should have done, there may be explanations and they may be legitimate. You can't ask somebody to do something that requires electricity, say to vacuum or to even do something on the computer if the power all went out. Now, that's a great explanation, and really, that's a good excuse. But when it comes down to the real things in life, the reasons why we do or don't do certain things, I remember back in my day when I loved the party and lifestyle. I loved to eat, drink, and be merry. And you know what? That is in Scripture. And if you've heard it, you probably remember it says, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we may die. If you were to ask most people, what would you do if you knew that this were your last day here on earth? Well, a lot of people would want to see their family, their friends, they would want to make things right with God, but probably not most people. Most people would say, well, I just want to eat, drink, be merry, party, do as much as I can. And that is the philosophy of hedonists. And if you've ever heard of somebody say, well, you're just acting like a heathen or a hedon, it's about the same thing. And you know, most of us, if we were to really look deep within our souls, there is a part of us that would want to do the very same thing. And some of us in our past have done that same thing. But the context of this, actually from Scripture, in Isaiah, the old prophet, was telling the people that you need to prepare the city. He's talking about the city on the hill, which was Jerusalem. And this was actually going to be a siege against their beloved city. 
And that's where he was saying to them, what you really need to do is prepare. Don't just ignore it. It's coming. So you might as well get ready for it. And he's even asking, what ails you all now that you've gone up on the housetops to play and party and you're not getting ready to defend our beloved city of Jerusalem? And because he was a prophet and able to warn them and tell them, and yet they didn't listen, he said that even now, the preparation that you think you're doing is not being covered by the protection of Judah. In the Old Testament, the words that were given by the prophets of God were the same as what we today know as the Word of God. We have the Bible. We can read it for ourselves, but we don't, do we? Do you spend more time watching TV and playing and eating and partying and drinking and being merry? Or do you spend more time actually seeking what God would have you to do in a certain situation? Well, on this particular day, it was obvious that they had chosen Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. And this is found right there in Isaiah. And here's what is said against that. For this iniquity, there will be no more atonement for you. What? You mean if I were to go to God right now, he wouldn't forgive me? Have you ever heard of the unpardonable sin? Everybody's saying, well, what is this? It's got to be murder. Isn't that the one that God couldn't forgive? No, his great man, David, who was a man after God's own heart, was a murderer and an adulterer. So we may think of those as two of the worst sins, but he was forgiven when he came back to God. So what can God not forgive? And this is the sin of turning away from God, not listening, refusing to humble yourself before the Lord, and that old word, which means repent. You know, we see the signs of the little cartoon characters, repent, repent, for the end is near. And if you asked people to look around in our society today, doesn't it look like we are almost self-destructing? As an English and drama teacher, I used to love to find plays that were very pertinent to the times. And one of the plays that we did way back in the 80s was 1984, how we were going to have all of this surveillance and you had to do what Big Brother said. And back then they thought, you know, isn't that pretty much what it is now here in the current 80s? And little did we know when we got to the year 2000, 2010, 2023, oh my, oh my, oh my, all I can say is, come on back, Lord. I don't know how we could get any worse. We're worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. We're worse than what we had just seen with the protection of Jerusalem when it was so needed. And that's why God gave it over. The scripture says, they will be given over to their reprobate minds. If this were your last day on earth, would you want to spend it having drugs and rock and roll and sex and smoking and doping and playing? And probably some of you would. But for those of us that know we are just a wisp on the spectrum of life, we are just a breath away from eternity. And the older I get, the older I believe that too. I love that line in the old hymn, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. 
I know it's growing dimmer and dimmer the older we get and the more we see the destruction of this world. Do you remember that song? And I don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Look at one of the things it talks about. Look at all the hate there is in red China. Now take a look around you at Selma, Alabama. Selma, Alabama. That was in the 60s. Did we think the race riots would get less? Did we think there would be more brotherly love between nations? And now it's just, it's just to a place where what can we do about it? We cannot make a difference in the entirety of the world unless you're the leader or the president. But there's one thing we can do. We can help shape and change the sphere of influence we have. Friends, family, former co-workers, current folks that you see on a constant basis, what can you do to let others know that all because of Christ, your life changed? And if he were to come back right now, you know where you would be in glory with him. I didn't have that bold assurance as a young adult, and I wasn't afraid. I didn't care because I didn't know. But if there is indeed a heaven and a hell, And if it is between choosing life and choosing death, which one will you serve? Well, the scripture says, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But it wasn't always like that. And if I had died, well, only God knows where I would have ended up. My friend, if I am right and you are wrong, you've got all of eternity to dread and hate and have the gnashing of teeth and everything that goes with it. But if you're right... I have changed so much in the last 30, 40 years that I wouldn't change it for the world. And either way, I win. And so do you, if you have trusted in Christ as your Savior. If you have not, my friend, would you just do it right now? Ask God to forgive you for all of your past, even the present and future, because we're all going to at least have some sin in our life by what we say or think or do. But we will sin less instead of being sinless. I am so glad that God has changed me. I am not the woman I used to be. Thank you, Lord. And I pray that you will say the same about you. Whether you're not the same woman or man, it doesn't matter. Because in God's eyes, we're all children. There's no Jews, no Greeks, only those who have come to Christ and those who haven't. Father God, I pray for the one that needs to just say, Lord, I want to be forgiven. I want to step out in faith and make you, Jesus, Lord of my life. I confess all that I've done, but I want to move on to higher ground. I want to be an influence for good in my family, my friends, my neighborhood, my workplace, in the city I live in. Lord, that's what I pray for the one listening right now. And I thank you that it is as simple as a child saying their ABCs, A, to admit you've sinned, B, to believe that God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He wouldn't have said that if it weren't true. And when you take that step out and you start telling others and praying and getting into the Bible, oh, my friend, wait till you see the glorious new life waiting for you. Wow, how do I know? Because I've experienced it. And so have so many of my friends and family members and so many that still need to. So that's my prayer. Either way, for you 
who need to. And my prayer for those of you who are already on the same page I am, God bless you, and I will see you for all of eternity. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.